Hey everybody, it is Trying Unicorn here with another episode of Sex and Swinging, and I have got the creme de la creme of interviews for you today. This is Nudlyweds. I want to introduce them proper before I hand over the mic. They are the OG swinger couple in my life, a couple I met virtually uh, first before I met in real life. And uh, they are, I would say they set the gold standard for what I think a successful swinger, long-term swinging couple looks like. And uh, I know a lot of people agree with me. So I'm going to introduce them and let them introduce a little bit about themselves. Hello. 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 Nice to see you. That is quite an introduction. Anything to add? We just think we're normal people. I don't know. I don't know. How do you set the gold standard when you think you're, you know, normal people? Yeah. So, thank you. <laughs> And it's funny is is I had that thought the other day about how I feel like I'm the normal one and the vanilla worlds are the abnormal ones. Like, and again, I don't mean that to judge, but I'm normal. I feel normal. Just like you. When I, when I speak the way I do, when I go in and watch my friends talk, I feel like a normal human who does those things. Yeah. We call them muggles. (laughs) The muggles. What is that? Muggle? From Harry Potter, where are the wizards and they're the muggles and we're living this we're living this wonderful life and they're you know they're cruising around down here. We're waiting. It's funny, I don't normally get called for references and I still didn't, but you explained it well. But that's what it feels like. I'm like, I really wish I could help them. Like I could just (laughs) (laughs) we don't really find ourselves to be that active, especially these days after, I mean, a long life of different phases of being active, like sometimes going to lots of parties, sometimes not going to many parties, sometimes only going with people we know. And so like now, maybe because of COVID or whatever, maybe just also our, I I hate to say our age or something like that, but I'm not seeking it out so much. Mm-hmm. Circulation. We've had so a very like, long, fulfilling history. Right. So we're not out all swinging like all the time. There's been times in our life we were partying all the time or going out all the time or had dates all the time. And nowadays it's a little more selective and with people we'd like to be with, more like people we'd like to be friends with. Well, I really actually want to build on that because something uh Raven and Amelia and myself have have, have recently all taken a break from Oasis. And uh, we're currently on a bit of a cleanse. They're out of the country. Like they have no choice, right? Um, (laughs) So basically we were thinking about what do we want in this lifestyle and why it keeps changing. And we're we're noticing that it's not just us that's changing for, it's changing for our friends. And so one of the most important lessons I've learned thus far, and I'm only three, three or four years in, is that everything like, it's like, it shifts. Right. So what you're looking for now, what you're open for now might not look the same, even as a couple in a year from now. And so the swimmer lifestyle isn't a commitment. It's a opportunity, a journey. Mm -hmm. It's a journey. It's been for us. We've been together for 34 years. We just had our anniversary and the journey has changed tremendously, both individually and as a couple over that time span. Because I think in the beginning, when you're learning, there's first that you're learning, you're discovering, it's exciting. Uh, Then you kind of start seeking out your tribe and you're looking for your people and maybe making mistakes or having successes during that period, right? But then your tribes change over time. People Mm -hmm. move away, people get out of the lifestyle. And then maybe your tastes have now changed and you're seeking something else. So you've gone down a new path. And then, uh, you know, a pandemic can wipe three years out of your history <laughs> like that. So um, wow. we are now more geared, less geared towards going to parties and meeting new people uh, versus 
being with the people that we found are quality people that we really like to spend our time with. We're down for meeting new people, but they're a different type of person. It's like not, seeking it out, going right. to big parties, looking for, sure. you know, someone versus looking for mm. our, our people. Yeah. I think yeah. when we were younger too, um, also society has changed a lot in 30 years. The uh, culture has changed a lot in 30 years. Um, I think that where I, there was there was very separate lives for us at one time, like shh, don't hush, hush, don't talk with the swinger. It was like a it was like a bad word, you know, like a hush, hush word. And now lifestyle, lifestyle, you know, now it's such a blend, but the people we hang around with too are also very mature. No one's in, inappropriate, you know, and family barbecues or whatever. And you're just like, you're looking around the room and you're like, wow, I've known that person for like over 10 years and we've totally had sex. And they're like <laughs> having a conversation with some family member or somebody right. from work or something like that. You're like, you're not going to embarrass me. You're not going to do anything inappropriate. It's just our lifestyle. Or you go to a friend's house and there might be all lifestyle people. None of them you're having sex with in your life, but you know what? You're around a group of people that are unjudgmental. People can take their tops off or jump in the pool naked. Nobody thinks anything of it. Nobody makes anything of it. That's the type of lifestyle where you don't have to censor yourself around your friends. You can hang out, no pressure, but you also don't have to hide who you are. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to put it because swingers don't always fucking swing. Sometimes we're just sex positive people, right? Who want to be in this lifestyle and be a lawyer, be an exhibitionist. You can do it from the sidelines, right? So there's a lot of ebb and flow. And I think it's really lovely that when you use the word tribe, because that's the word that I use to, to describe what it feels like to find your friends and, and where you feel so uncensored. And like, it's a different feeling to find your friends who are sex positive. I wasn't looking for that in a sex club. I thought I was getting sex. And instead I found some of the most, amazing lifelong friends yep. right that that don't compare to the my vanilla friends that I feel like I'm squeezing my legs closed around you know what I'm saying I, I just love the what I found in this lifestyle even though it wasn't all about sex and all about swinging right that ha uh, you know recently uh some friends of yours come over and they parked themselves at our kitchen island and so what have you guys been doing and you think to yourself for a second well we had a date a couple weekends ago and you go like Oh, wait, I can't say that. And you look around, you go like, I actually, I can say that. I'm like, we had a date a couple weekends ago. And they're like, oh my God, how'd it go? Right. <laughs> you know, right. they're a couple, we're a couple. And they're like, how was your date? They're so interested. They want to hear all the details. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just like for any couple out there who might not even have had any first swap or swinging date, tell them what it's like as a couple to get ready to, for a date to like pick up a, a unicorn. What's it like the excitement amongst you? butterflies butterfly even with people we know yeah we still get butterflies oh we, sure of course we, in in the early days we'd be so nervous just nervous excitement butterflies in the stomach like crazy right getting so excited but if you think about the fact that that still happens to us mm -hmm. how fortunate is that 34 years into a relationship to get butterflies yeah. or to even dare i say fall in love we've actually had relationships with girls before where we have both that yeah, lasted love. like over years and like if they were coming out for the weekend you're going to spend you know spend with the nervous excitement all week long is so mm -hmm. like you're so giddy about it you're like right. oh yeah cleaning the house getting ready knowing it's going gonna be grocery a shopping fun for the party sexy, sexy stuff. weekend <laughs> right yeah you're on the same team you're sharing this right right oh, yeah that's it's amazing crazy. it's crazy we're picking out each other's outfits and you know just or texting each other you know i'll be at my office or something and he's texting me and i'm like oh my god i'm so nervous or, 
texting them with them or you whatever. Know, yeah, uh, it's, it's it's crazy. Meeting, but as a couple, it's crazy. Yeah, and it's then you can still get butterflies too with somebody you know really really well. Yeah, when our friends come, a lot of people come from very far away nowadays to visit us, and we still get excited. It's like oh, they're coming and they're going to spend the weekend, and it's going to be like, <laughs> yeah, Yay. we have our favorite people are coming in two weeks, and we are just like this. Ourselves. I'm like already getting the house ready. We're already <laughs> thinking about, you know, what am I going to wear to the pool party and what kind of sexy food can we yeah, bring? Right. And yeah. uh, they want to be our arm candy at this, <laughs> at this pool party. So they're already It'll thinking, they're thinking about how they can present themselves in a sexy way that would like, you know, make us excited in front of our friends right. and showing off and, and how fun it is to show off. And I don't have to hide who they are. Yeah, these are our friends. And when they actually, when everybody at the pool party sees us leave later on, they're going to all know where we're going. They're going to fall. <laughs> they're so funny. That's going to be so funny. <laughs> it's going to be so funny. I love it. So I just think for anyone who isn't familiar with the fun of swinging, who, th- who still thinks it's scary and like, the you know, you're like clinging to your partner as you go forward and come back. It's just like being feeling alive like a teenager again in a way. You're just I like, know, right? oh, but you're sharing it with someone, someone who's going to split the Uber with you. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to take an Uber, like it's just that's different. That's dating as a two person. And I think some people don't think, sometimes they think swinging is always swapping. And swinging oh. is sometimes dating as a couple, like yeah. dating, having fun as a couple. For sure. The, you know, one of my favorite things is going to breakfast the next day. Whether we're still <laughs> yeah. with the people or not, we go to breakfast and we're looking around at everybody going, you have no idea. <laughs> you know, we just had this epic night and we just look like Joe. And Actually, that table over there, they look like they right. did the right. last night. <laughs> um, I will say we're pretty normal. I will say in the early days, you know, maybe if some of these folks you're talking to are just getting started, those are going to be, even as a couple, those nervous times where you sure. aren't sure how to talk to someone, aren't sure, you know, who you're going to be attracted to or what you're going to find. You know, we always say to show up with your boundaries and get all of that in line with each other. You don't know what to expect. So that anticipation can be looked at as excitement, but it can be quite scary for people. Yeah, I would think that if you're new, I mean, even if you're a regular, there's some excitement to walking into Oasis on any night you like have this giddy moment where you're just approaching the door but if you're new and you don't know what's on the other side of that door that is that is terrifying that is terrifying (laughs) and sometimes just depending on what hour you walk in the sounds that are coming through the room or you know oasis is is a unique experience and you guys are very fortunate to have that in toronto but like we don't really have a lot of that around here so it's mostly like meet people online and if you click and eventually you schedule a date but it's a lot of talking ahead of time and it's okay to have a lot of talking. We talk about this when we host on Friday nights, we spend time talking about like how to say the things that are uncomfortable to say sometimes. And once you get them out, you'd be surprised how fun it is to talk about. And when you say you host Friday night, so there's a Friday night virtual swinger social event online on the Oasis Aqua Lounge virtual website. And you can, if you're a member, which we are, virtually go on hang out on webcam with other sex positive people you can have sex you can see miss nude flip her tits out it's so (laughs) great and uh we hang out there all the time so there's more ways than just swapping and sex to this lifestyle some of it's virtually hanging out and being a community of people you know like it's it's seeing each other evolve as swingers even if some of us who've never played with one another right like we can see each other in this lifestyle for years and and it'd be pleasant 
I just think the opportunity to laugh this much is fantastic because first of all, laughing during sex mm-hmm. is epic, right? And so you and your partner may have that sometimes with each other, but you know, once you fall into the conforms of marriage and daily life and things like that, maybe it's not so hilarious, but add a couple of friends and maybe some bloopers, <laughs> you're laughing your butt off. Oh yeah, totally. You know, add some substances, <laughs> add some, some bloopers and opportunities for mistakes, laughter, weird positions that don't work, stuff you want to try and, oh, that one didn't work. And, oh, I want to try this. And, you know, the opportunity to explore and just have fun sexually is incredible. Like you said, there is a little bit of a teenager like uh, 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 discovery to a lot of things. And again, don't shy away from talking about those things. I mean, if you are lucky enough to find a partner that is interested in some of these things, then talk about that. If you're lucky enough to find two or three or four or five people that are all interested in talking about it and doing it together, then that's even more fun because then you guys all do it together. (laughs) True. The more I'm in this lifestyle, the less I want friends that are outside of this lifestyle. Lately, it seems that way for us too. I like being able to not censor myself. The censorship is huge. Yeah. What I want to talk about or get naked if you want to get naked. And in the early days too, when we surrounded ourselves so much with vanilla people, but then we had this side life going on, I had more opportunity to be inappropriate. And that sucked because, you know, who wants to be out at a bar with their friends and then be the one Bis- on. the bisexual girl who's being inappropriate and trying to make out with women in the bar and then your friends are like bisexual. Se- you know yeah. I mean and I'm not bisexual, but uh, it either horrifies the friends that aren't into that at all or it encourages them and you don't want them to be encouraged because they're not part of that that's not that's not organic that's like yeah, don't be dangerous find your people you know and and that's all different that from spanking to not spanking to just purely nudist to type of music you listen to and stuff like that find your people you say you've gone through phases in this lifestyle as a couple you were sometimes high intensity in the lifestyle doing a lot of things seeking out a lot of things sometimes you low in the lifestyle and you still just have more fun one-on-one for a while would you say that that's true sure yeah and it doesn't have to do with circulation too it could be changes in your life first of all life is still life okay you're not just a swinger doing only swingery things you're living you you're working you have family you have um, issues and things that come up so there's sometimes even in a in a regular just marriage where you're going to be more sexually active than other times right but especially in swinging um, there may be a large chunk of time where that's not what's going on but it's okay to take a break you don't even have to verbalize that break it's almost like life says you're taking a break right now and then life frees itself up and you go back to whatever that fun you know opportunity was right okay so like sometimes the flame can burn a little like lighter and then sometimes brighter so it's not always a bad thing to take a break but it might not even be noticeable you're taking a break you're just not seeking those things yeah you're definitely working on a project on the house you could be working on a project at work you could be just in a moment with issues with in your just regular life and suddenly you're just like I'm like running out to a party tonight (laughs) but then one of your friends asks you to come over for dinner and then you go over and you're like wow I really missed you guys (laughs) that that was a surprise like I kind of when I go back to Oasis after this cleanse again because everybody takes breaks once in a while I can't wait for that feeling of being back in that pool with my friends and being like you know excited about like the guys that might be there you know like I'm excited for that 
Um, but yeah, uh, I have to talk about jealousy. Now, I know that I don't hear for you two a lot talk about this. So if you don't have anything to pull, let me know, uh, because that would also be newsworthy. But basically, how did you guys get over the feelings of jealousy that might have come up throughout the, the journey? Well, it did not ever start with jealousy. We started on uh, like more like an adventure together. I was bisexual. We wanted to go see what we could find. Um, in the beginning, it was very soft swap, uh, girl, girl, things like that. We were like very that. young. We were early 20s. We were very young, right? Um, now, I'm not going to say jealousy hasn't come up before. It, that would apply more to me than to him. I'm more of the one that really wants to um, just always be together in this. Not that he has desires to go outside, but if we were going to do that, he would be more open to it than I would. I see. We play together. We don't play separately. We have had little fun, little separate things. And right. I, I have really enjoyed it, but it's with people that I'm so safe with and right. so comfortable with that I just feel so safe. So I think as a woman, you have to deal with your own internal feelings of safety and someone caring for you. I like to be cared for. Um, I also like to be manhandled. I'm not going to say that I've never just been thrown around. <laughs> I mean, but going off separately, but going off uh, separately, it's okay to have your different uh, limitations. You know what I mean? Right. Some couples want to play together. Some couples are willing to play separately. Some couples are willing to yes. date separately. Some couples only want to date together. So whatever that happens to be your flavor, as long as you're both on the same page, yeah. that's absolutely fine. That's good. Cause I wouldn't call it jealousy necessarily. I would call it my own personal boundaries, which there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Right. As so long as you're both fulfilled and getting what you want. And one of you is not like, I really want that. And you're fighting me on it. I mean, if you're on the same path together and you respect each other, right. then those boundaries are just okay. So let me drill in a little bit. So now that somebody's mind fucked listening to this thinking, what do you mean there's no jealousy? I want you to describe what you do <laughs> when you're watching your partner get a fantastic blow job. I'll say, okay, on the opposite end of that, I actually can sit there and watch her give a blowjob. I just like, pull up a chair and like sit there. And, <laughs> sorry, am I, making, am I making you feel uncomfortable, man? Because um, <laughs> I could totally watch her do it. She loves, and if she, I know she will only be doing it to someone she really wants to be doing it to. I know she'll never be doing that if she doesn't want to be doing that. So if she's doing it, if she's sucking somebody's dick, yeah. And I'm like, then she wants to be doing it. And I'm like, okay, yay. Yay. I'm super into that. Sexy and a turn on, right? It's even more sexy if there's, you know, more than one right there. And, you know. <laughs> now for me personally, I love watching him fuck another woman because I know what it feels like. Mm -hmm. I know all of his moves like the back of my hand. I know what it feels like internally, mentally, physically. I know that I'll be watching going, oh, yes, that one, do that. Oh, God, I love that, right? And that's like my own internal thing. I'm going, oh, I love that part right there when it's happening to me. So I get excited that it's happening to my girlfriend because I'm like, oh, that part, right? That's fucking hot, right? But I love toy, right? It's like, hey, I got this fantastic toy. You want to try it out? You try it out. You put it back, but you try it out. You know? <laughs> I love the feeling of just a bunch of bodies, especially when everybody's really into it and really likes each other a lot. Just the feeling of lots of bodies all mashed up on top of each other and just rolling around and anybody, anywhere, anything, whatever. We're all just rolling around having fun. And <laughs> Interesting. When you have your comfort level, when you have your boundaries set, 
when you've got a friend that you're able to vocalize all of that with and everybody's in agreement, then it's incredibly freeing because it's not like when you have sex with a stranger and you're like, oh God, don't put that there. Or go You're getting to know somebody, that's rough. That's, yeah, it's rough. And, it's rough and sex. so when you're nervous <laughs> that they're gonna put something they shouldn't put somewhere and you're like, eh, wondering what they're up to. That's totally different from where we've migrated to in the terms of good friends that we're so comfortable with that we know and trust are not gonna step on our boundaries. Yeah. Right? I also like a partner that just says it flat out. Yeah. I, um, but I can also, I also understand when somebody's unsure of what they want or it's hard to get the words out, the things you want to do. I just love it when just somebody just says it exactly like they want it. You know, and you're like, oh, thank you. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know as a woman specifically, like I need to be reassured a few times that I'm allowed to be demanding because otherwise I feel like well, I didn't give him that Tito, but like, no, he needs all the details. I'm like one finger, then two. Like, no, I need it in that sequence. Maybe one in my app, but he, you know, otherwise he, I'm going to say finger me. And then he's going to just do what he thinks is fingering. And that's just still a miscommunication, right? So people just, sure. you, you have to also help. Sometimes people articulate what it is that they like. And sometimes that could be how you are a good lover is by helping them articulate because they don't know how. And that's also a good, good thing to offer. It's a hell of a challenge to become really good with one partner. It's, a, it's add another challenge of meeting different people all the time. You know, you suddenly you were yelled at last weekend for doing it way too softly to somebody. And then the next weekend you yelled at way too, for, yell, for doing it way too hard to somebody. You're like, oh, God dang it. I'm sorry. I was getting off the last weekend when they wanted it really, really, really hard. <laughs> but it's up to them to say so. It right? really is. You're like, sorry, I don't. And it's so refreshing when they tell you straight up. And oh, yeah. I have um, girlfriends where we'll just sit and and look at each other's vaginas and talk about it. And we'll put our own fingers inside ourselves and go, I like it like here. And she'll be like, well, I like it here, but that way. And, you know, and then they, here, give, me your, give me your hand. Here, let me, here, let me show you. And, <laughs> and we're just sitting there. We're not having sex at that moment. We are learning each other's bodies. We're becoming closer friends. Yeah. Later on, when we have Actually, sex, we're going to apply like, Ooh, yeah, that. Right there. Right. Oh, yeah. Right there. <laughs> but, um, but my favorite thing is when someone announces that they're going to come. I want to know, I want Scream it. to Let verbalize, it I want you to tell me. I don't want somebody to pass by a couple orgasms and be like, oh, I already came twice. You're like, what? 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 Uh, First of all, I don't want to miss it. Secondly, I don't want to think it's there I when it's celebrate not there. It. Yeah. I want to take that moment. I also want to focus on you and take away maybe something I'm trying to get for myself and just say, okay, you're there. Let's do this thing. Let's focus on that. And then afterwards, let's celebrate it and get the aftercare, right? And then switch to the next thing. My, my time will come. If this is your time, I want you to tell me it's your time because I'm going to give you my all. But I hate that feeling of like thinking that they're coming, but not really knowing, kind <laughs> of being a little insecure about did I? Ah. Yeah. It's like, it's not up to your partner. It's a group effort. Let's both get in there and get it done, you know? <laughs> Let's both get in there and get it done. Let's get in there. <laughs> it's true. I, I notice even in the sex club culture, me and my my female girlfriends, who most of them like I haven't played with at all, but we still fuck in front of each other all the time. And that's not that was never part of my normal. 
I, I never did that before. I never showed my vagina to anyone before, right? And now, you know, I make fun of ours. I don't make, I affectionately tease our about her meat curtains because my vagina is like a slit and hers has like frill. And so <laughs> I, I, it's like a way of acknowledging that we're so different. Our vaginas, her squirts, mine doesn't. We're just so different. And, and, and us women learning that we are so different is also interesting because we're like, yours looks different. Yeah, right. Mine's like a little hamburger. I've got the, like, the, <laughs> the meaty yeah. side, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I like flair. That's super cute. I, I've seen ones before that look like a little flower, and I think it's so, it's so interesting. Not only is every penis different, every vagina is different, every set of boobs is different, okay. every person is different. Therefore, I think that you should educate your partners on what you bring to the table. Sure. And what do you need? Otherwise, they're guessing. And for anybody listening, uh, I will say, in a lot of cases, it's hard. it can be hard and awkward across the dinner table with the stranger to talk about like what you like and what you don't like in sex. Yeah. You know, and um, sometimes uh, be patient. It takes a minute, you know. Um, we've asked people before and they're like, oh, go. And they get a little like, I, I don't think like that or whatever. And I'll sometimes just, I'm more of like that director. I get excited. Like you said, I'm a, I'm a little boy sometimes. I'm like, you you do that. And now you do that. I'm like, a, I like I'm not a, a dummy in bed, but I'm directing and I'm like almost narrating exactly what I'm seeing. I'm like, yeah, suck a dick. Yeah, do that. I'm talking loud. I'm talking dirty. I'm talking nasty. And I'm telling people what to do, you know? So I'll tell people what I want to do. Maybe I've seen it in a porn. Will you fuck her? Because I want to lick her while you're fucking her. You know, and it's people are like, wow, that was bold. And you know, I, I want to do that. You know what I mean? And then like, maybe give it a minute, maybe in about a month, you'll hear from those people again. Now you've planted that seed and now some really dirty shit is going on in their brain. <laughs> we've had this a lot and they come back to you now and they say something to you too. Like, I did not see that. I did not expect you to talk. Like <laughs> you didn't talk like that last time. Like, yeah, well, I've been thinking about some shit <laughs> and I want to do this. And you're like, cool, let's do that. Well, even just the other day in one of the uh, virtual events that we were at, we were talking about some, like some unknown, they kink about ourselves and anyways, or, or find your kink buddy. And I found one with somebody online and I, and it was because we both liked painal porn, which is painful anal. And we both are so similar that the girl simply doesn't, she can't be enjoying it, but it's consensual, but she can't be enjoying it. It's like, oh <laughs> it has to be doing it for him. And so like we get off on what she's giving to him in a way. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. Um, so anyway, suddenly there's more people popping their hands up in the, in the virtual chat saying, oh, me too. I like that. And I was like, you know, if I had never said it, if she had never said it, we would have all held this thing in our heads of, you know, our secrets. And yeah. I heard this saying the other day, and I really liked it, is that you were only as sick as your secrets. And I love how I get in this lifestyle, live without secrets, ish. Interesting. <laughs> you know, that's a, a, that's a funny one. We've mentioned this many times in the past on interviews and our talks and stuff like that, but it's uh, sometimes porn, you know, there's, there was a time there where maybe her and I landed on a porn and I was like, you know, no, change this. And she was like, oh, and, but I didn't realize that she was actually liking it. Mm, yeah. Fast forward ahead like 10 years later, and it comes on, you know, something similar comes on and then she goes to reach for change. And I'm like, no, 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 go ahead and leave that. Wow. <laughs> She's like, really, what? Does the seed get the seed planted? Has been planted or you've had other experiences? And it's like, well, no, I actually now think it's hot because you thought it was hot. Or 
I now think that's hot. You know, I didn't like that yesterday, but I like it today. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm down for that. Leave it on. Can you, can you go to the next one? It looks even naughtier than that one. <laughs> it's a rabbit hole. It really is. I remember having to take a break from porn because I was like, look, I'm starting to Google some terrible things. I've got to <laughs> back up, chill, and come back. Okay. <laughs> come back to a good old gangbang porn. Okay. Because that's, that's the one that I, miss, dudes. I am just rotten to the core. I am such a, <laughs> my brain goes to bad things. He's like, why do you even want to watch that? I read it that way in real life, but I get off on it. It's fucking interesting. Sorry, did you say penal? Yes. Penal, painful anal. Never heard of it. Real search term. Yeah, now I know what your Google search is going to look like. On our last interview last summer, I learned another phrase from you, and that was post. Post nut clarity. Post nut clarity. Yes, that's, I've said that a few times since then and made people laugh really hard. I never heard so today panel is like the new like, oh wow yeah <laughs> the new panel. It's painful. It has to be painful. It has to be. And I'm not I, I am not somebody I would say would ever identify as a sadist. And yet Owie. What the fuck? Right? So I'm like, why do I like this? But I don't normally like pain at all. And not it's to yuck anybody's yum if you're into that. It's true, but even Whatever. my own, you're right, but even my own head is shocked at my own head. <laughs> I, I'm like, what? You know, it just doesn't make a predictable sense to me. Um, anyways, and there's, yeah, it's just interesting how seeds do get planted. Sure. And they, you know, um, they tend to do something. Like they, they can either whiz, like fizzle out or they're still there, right? So yes, um, fascinating. You know, and it's unfortunate too that um, somebody who doesn't have a good experience their first time, the first time, first times, you know, will uh, probably not come back because they didn't have a good experience. So, you know, for anybody who is experienced listening, if you're at a club or you're at something, you know, or you're doing, you know, it's good to take into account like maybe who is new, you know, and yeah. And uh, encourage them to like, don't ever do anything. There's a lot of new people that want to do things that I'm not into, but I'll make sure that I see them later on during the night. And they're like, oh my God, we had so much fun. I'm like, cool, good for you. I hope you come back again. Yeah. Uh, You know, because I hate seeing people have a bad time because you know they won't be back. It's true. It's true. I also, I remember I like to meet viewers at the club. And so um, once in a while, there's one or two that their first time there. And there was only one time ever that this guy had a terrible first time. And I remember saying goodbye to him and saying, I'm sorry this happened to you. Like he didn't deserve this. And so he said he wouldn't be back. Right. And I was like, whatever, you know, it's, it's not, but it almost made me cry because I was like, it could have been different. You know? And he, and he may never give it a chance again, but you know, it, it's just how it goes sometimes. But, and it's then you okay see to be scared. It's okay to be scared. It's nervous. It gives you nervous. And it is, and it's okay to give something a try and not feel like you're making a big commitment in it, right? If you go and you try these clubs or these things, it, it doesn't, you know, you can just back out. I mean, we have had friends who have dipped their toe in the lifestyle and then they've kind of exited for a while and then they come back. Like it, everybody can do what they want to do and everything's consent driven. And, and no one, like even, even at house parties, no one is supposed to be, you know, in the sense of doing anything they don't want to do, but I will say this, when you said something earlier about what, depending on what time you show up to a club is what different sounds and things you're going to see. 
same with parties, right? I sure. have heard that if you are one of those people that thinks, oh, I'm going to go fashionably late to a swinger party, you're going to walk in on an orgy. Yeah. But if you show up on time with a veggie platter, you're going to see people in clothes, right? You're to talk more and make more friends. <clears throat> uh, people, depending on the house party and how experienced the person is, house parties are definitely a different situation. Um, experienced house parties will sometimes have a cutoff as far as like, you know, don't show up after nine or nine thirty or whatever, because it's like it's just once the mood gets going, you know, with the front door opening, and doesn't mean anybody can't leave. It's just you don't really want new people just wandering in after everyone's already gotten to know each other. House parties are a whole nother, whole nother vibe. Have you thrown house parties before? Um, we've assisted a lot. Yeah, we've assisted in, in at other people's houses, but we've had some pretty fun little experiences over here on our own too. So tell us some tips, because I've never thrown, a, I've thrown some hotel parties, but that's a good tip. So what other tips do you have to throw a successful, like, oh, okay, wait. Throwing a house party, that could be one entire show. Yeah? That could be one entire show, because all the way from, depending on how you throw your house party, we've been to ones where people didn't do a great job, didn't vet people. Mm. Now, we're in the Southern California area, so a place like Oasis doesn't really exist. There is one club that's kind of in a industrial section warehouse place, but mostly they're roaming. They're either at mansions or at hotels or something like that. Those are a little different. Throwing a house party, vetting everybody before, that starts to open up a whole nother conversation. Now, if you're just gonna have friends over at your house, what did you just say? Lighting, 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 lighting. First of all, lighting is so incredibly important because you want people to feel comfortable taking their clothes off. You better have some good lighting. Okay. Yet in the social area, you do need to have enough lighting to where you can see the people that you're talking to because you're also making choices and decisions, right? You don't want to make that like dark choice and go like, Ugh. <laughs> but, um, so there's a balance of lighting in the various areas, but also uh, give it a club feel, have some good music, you know, light music. It, it shouldn't be very loud because you do want to be able to talk. Okay. But you want you don't want stillness. You want some club atmosphere in your home. You want the lighting. You want the accoutrements. You want the condoms and the lube and the things. I will say second to lighting, trash cans. Please have some trash cans nearby. Don't put condoms on my coffee table. Don't put them on my floor. Um, I don't want to find them stuffed in between the couch. There's a trash can right there. They're still not going to use it, <laughs> but put it out there. And just make people feel comfortable. Mouthwash in the bathroom. Mouthwash in the bathroom. Little a little stack of washcloths in the bathroom on the counter. If you know, if you want a girl to rinse her vagina off, please give her a washcloth. She'll do it. Or just if people need right? to wash their hands off. You know, like if that. you want a guy to re be respectful and wash the condom off his dick so that you can give him a blowjob, leave some some you know washcloths in there. It's very easy to do, but. The more you do the little things, the little touches, the sexier people actually feel because they notice the touches. Yeah. And they go, Our house has been cool. and has always been a very hangout place. Lighting, it's all colored lighting everywhere, music. Yeah, even on a Tuesday, we've got colored lights. You can see them <laughs> back there. Like that's just for us. That's not for, you know, yeah. having sex. That's for you. That's how we live, <laughs> right? Yeah, good lighting can really set a good mood too. Like a even if you just have a date over, it's always nice, you know, colored, you know what it's like to have your living room all colored out with like red lights and blue lights and 
It's true. And I've got to do a very shameless plug here. I do have an Amazon storefront on both the Canadian and the uh, American one where I have lists. And one of them I think is like how to throw a sex party or things like, you know, cool decor. And I did find some colored lighting, including some that I personally own and put them on those lists. So you can find those on my website. It's in the description of this podcast or YouTube video. And uh, yeah, I mean, good lighting. You don't want to take a chance to get something that doesn't look great. So I've got some vetted ones. And uh, yeah, those are some of the well, things. I'm going to go check, check out your list because I want to throw some suggestions on there and stuff. You know, we have like these rechargeable candles and things like that. Yeah. I, should, I should let you, I, you know what we should do is I should create a shared wish list with you and let you just fill it up with things that you like. Add this to a house party. <laughs> and I could call it the Nudlyweds house, Swinger house party <laughs> list. That sounds friggin' fantastic. The Nudly Unicorn right. house party. I love it. If this exists, everybody who's listening, there will be a link in the <laughs> podcast. If not, you know that they sucked me over. <laughs> but I know of you, this will be up by tomorrow. <laughs> the podcasts are different, actually. It's YouTube's my hustle, like every kind of day or two days. But podcasting, I found the once a week keeps it exciting, keeps people, yeah. you know, sometimes I throw an extra episode up, but it's, I like the once a week. Yeah. It's just, I, it's pay, I figured your Amazon list is going to be up tomorrow. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's already up there, but um, I don't have yours up there, so we'll have to get working on that. Sounds great. So do you have any five, I would say five top ways or advice that you could give to anybody who wants to be successful in this lifestyle as a couple? Successful in the lifestyle as a couple. Well, number one is communication. Communication, absolutely. Number one. Um, Communication for sure. Boundaries. I know I keep saying that word, so I sound very boundary-esque, but let's take the negative out of that word. It's a very healthy word. It's not that you're saying, I don't want all of that. You're saying, here's my comfort level. Right. And I think that that's so appropriate for the lifestyle because truthfully, people can go outside of your comfort level if they don't know. If you educate them and they make a bad decision, Mm -hmm. then that's on them. If you don't educate them, that's on you. So, um, uh, so boundaries, communication, share your fantasies with your partner, share your fantasies. That's a good one. Because what you don't know what that's going to grow into. I think uh, we talked about this one before. If you feel like something is a no today, right now, stick to that, especially on a date or going to a party or going to an event or going to something. If you're like, I really don't want to do whatever that happens to be. Mm. And when you're there at the time, if you think you've changed your mind, unless you've discussed it with your partner prior or even with yourself, you know, you don't want to wake up tomorrow morning and feel like, ah, fuck, I told myself I wouldn't do that. And I did it. And now I'm regretting having done that. Don't do anything that you set out as as a boundary for yourself for that moment in time, because later you can go like, hey, I know I said no last time, but this time I want to do whatever that happens to be. It doesn't matter. But don't ever change your mind in the moment. Don't change horses in the middle of the street because you could regret it later. Stick to stick to your convictions and stick yeah. to your and and there'll be another time. Yeah, sleep so, on it and add it to your sexual to do list. You know, do it another time after <clears throat> you go home with your partner and you didn't do that thing. Fuck, talk about it. Fuck about it. Fantasize yeah. together about it. Build it up and next your thing. time we're going to do, do whatever time. that yeah. happens to be. Next time we're going to do anal 
Pain, we're in painal up in you know, here. <laughs> when we go to this party, I don't want to do painal. Okay, well, if you're in the middle of that party and you suddenly change your mind, just do it next time. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it that time. Good example. Very good example. Because you can make different decisions while you're aroused, right? Sure. Yeah. Then and when then all of a sudden you have post-nut clarity. Right? and <laughs> Or when you're buzzed. Oh, that's what I would say. First of all, uh, don't get too buzzed. Never get Nobody too wasted. Nobody wants a drunk person at their swinger party. It's not attractive. It doesn't work out good. Um, nobody wants to be the drunk person don't get too buzzed it will not help you you think you need that alcohol to loosen you up you need like a drink you don't need five drinks five drinks is bad <laughs> um, but my big big thing that I will say is have fun have fun with your partner have fun in your life have fun in your marriage the reason why you're here unless you're doing it for another reason which is not always a good you know motivation is you're here to have fun. Right. Yeah. Have a blast with your partner. Talk to them, have fun with them, jump on them, kiss them, thank them the next morning. Thank you for taking me to that. Oh my God, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, laugh about it. We yeah. totally laugh about it. I'll totally call our names the next day. The next day, I'm like, God, you were such a dirty little whore last night. Yes, I, loved I it. was. Hell yes, I was. <laughs> loved it. Even online, <laughs> even online sometimes it'll be like, damn, you got nasty last night. Or, you know, I'll be like, walked away to go do something and come back and she'll have the whole room orchestrated into something. And I'll be like, good for you, girl. Right, <laughs> it's true. And I think that's what I love about this lifestyle is even just on to sidetrack for a second on one of my own situations, I have sex with certain men or certain husbands, even though like the wives consent. And I act the exact same way in front of their wives as I do when their wives are not there. Exactly. That's why I love this lifestyle. Right, because it is so out in the open like that. Yep, for sure. Okay, those are good. Now, is there any things that you would say to to be cautious of? Yeah. Anybody who doesn't listen to your boundaries, even the first time, or you know what I mean. Um, somebody's, you know, I can under. Okay, it's okay to forgive people for mistakes or because they're into spanking. You know, spanking and biting are a great example of you know. Ow, please don't do that again. And then if somebody does it again it's probably your cue to move away from them because they're probably going to do it again. They're not listening. You know, they're not listening. And there are definitely, unfortunately, just like anywhere in the world and then we're in your life, there's people who are just not going to hear you and they're going to just be selfish. And you do have to be on top of it. And that's why it's great to have a tribe. You know what I mean? Um, I, our friend told us the other night that uh, one of her favorite memories was that Miss Nudes and her man were off in another part of this house and I was hanging out with her. And she was like, oh, at least I knew you right next to me. So if, no matter what was going on, on, I knew you had my an eye on me and I was like oh of course I didn't know anybody else in there <laughs> it was it was you and me we're just having fun <laughs> yeah. yeah that's awesome what else? Um, what else? I, there's definitely some in there give me a second to think about yeah, it so not listening to boundaries is a good one though because it's a, it's an indication of future behavior if they are going to violate those boundaries sure and if people in your tribe just like you are with people at the club some you get to know somebody so if you're witnessing them in their situation and you might see hey that person i know that person and i know they don't like painal yeah. <laughs> you're not, not saying they're not saying something at this very moment i'm going to step in because i know this person really well yeah and hey hey do you want this to be happening and they might go like no or scared to say it or i lost my partner in the crowd and <laughs> they might be afraid to say it or whatever it's true. And uh, yeah. the, don't, the don't drink too much. That's a definite. Don't drink too much. Um, I think you should just really not be afraid 
to say no. I know a lot of people that have sexual experiences where they, they don't totally regret it, but they kind of wish they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just really think that you inside your own body have the right to have the experience that you want to have. Right. And if someone wants to kind of push you in a different direction or, you know, try something on you that you're not into, there's zero wrong with saying I'm not into that or no thank you mm-hmm. or even a little hand you know like you know or whatever it is you've got to speak up for yourself if you are trying to be in the lifestyle and have sex with other people and you're not even comfortable with saying a little higher a little lower <laughs> stay on top of the hood you know don't bite my nipples whatever it is if you're not comfortable verbalizing those you're not going to have the experience that you could be having if you just just give in to the fact that those words need to be said if you're a person that just care doesn't care and it's all you know whatever whatever great fantastic go ahead and be quiet and don't say anything but if you've got those little things you have to learn to say words like nipple and vagina and finger and anal and penal and (laughs) all the o's right you got to throw it out there you got to say i i i you know or, or maybe just um correct someone on their initial behavior like uh, wow, you start with that. I, let's back this up just to, you know, take a minute and, you know, maybe we could kiss for a minute. <laughs> you, know? you, you start with pain. You've got the, <laughs> you've got the right for your body to have the sexual experience that your mind and body is looking for sure. and, and stand up for yourself and go get that awesome, awesome experience. Don't go home with a half an experience because you were afraid to say what you wanted. Go get that experience and live that life and have the best time ever doing it and respect your partner and laugh with your partner and laugh at your partner and high five each other and just go, are you fucking kidding me right now? This is our life. Yeah. And your partners, you know, after a while, like the people you go on a date with, you'll find that you like them. So you actually hang out with them a lot and they become people you hang out with pretty regularly and you have sex with pretty regularly and you get to know each other pretty regularly. <laughs> and swing from swinging to poly from swinging to poly and get away right it's just yeah they're just labeling and you're hanging out and where you might just like watch a movie with some friends to, to your other friends you know you pour a drink everyone gets naked and you start having fun and yeah and then if they stay long enough after everyone's hung over the next day you watch movies together <laughs> so you have both kinds of friendship and then you have sex again and then you have sex again because inevitably the, the the cuddle puddle will lead to the sex <laughs> that's very fun i know we're gonna wrap up soon and i just want to go all the way back to the beginning of your journey really quickly and say that i think you guys started what 30 something years ago right you started on craigslist if i probably remember from other other oh, was our... no, no no there I wasn't even mean... internet when we started yeah there was oh. internet. there's a there's a magazine called la weekly and in the back they had these ads classifieds yeah yeah and we answered oh, some classified ads on the la weekly and they didn't endorse that at all they were actually you had to call like women seeking or maybe couple like they didn't even do couple seeking couples there was like oh. men seeking women women seeking men men seeking men and so we started doing stuff like that and you would find little experiences here and there. And we definitely met some really cool couples and some people we've known almost this entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah. We were just barely like in our mid twenties. And then um, one time Miss Nudes found something in a book. It said things like things to do in LA after dark. And we'd heard like some morning DJs like making jokes about like 
an orgy swinger party that they got invited to or something like that. And her and I were always like, oh, I would love to find out how do you find out about something like that? Like without the internet, how did you find out about something like that? And she found something and we called it and it was like in like the hotel ballroom, you know? And we had a great first experience. And we got taken up to the hosts, had a big suite that like overlooked like LA. And we walked up there and there was just like naked people everywhere. And people were like, you walked in and like the couch went, like it went sunk down, but the couch went around the room like that. And there were people like having sex all over the couch. And when her and I looked at each other and was like, (gasps) heaven. mid to late 20s and yeah there was like a pile of people on the bed and we were like oh my god (laughs) and we were hooked ever since because once you meet people there then they tell you about other things and then they tell you about other things and then yeah it took about 10 years before we were actually like we're able to get onto like a dating website because like as soon as dot com came out you know, when Facebook came out, I looked at it and I was like, because that was like, you know, Facebook came out 2008, 2009. I looked at it and I was like, big deal. We've been, swingers have been doing this for 10 years already. We were the first social network. Like the first thing somebody did was how do you connect with other like-minded people? And we joined a site and we met somebody like right nearby and went on a date and became friends with him and the different girlfriends he had throughout time. He was a single guy and we kept, we were friends with him for over 10 years with different girls and just it really transcended once the internet became sorry that's a long-winded story but that's pretty much how like (laughs) you were pioneers in the in the swinger world and so you've seen it go and grow from all of the limitations from before to now we're having virtual swinger parties right where you can jerk off instruct all the guys uh miss nude to 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 jerk (laughs) off for you like it is and we can watch i can watch right i love it right and like I, we see nudity on these events we see people have sex I've seen both of your 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 you know special parts kind of thing uh so it's one of those things where sex and nudity is just out there and it's acceptable in this lifestyle and I think that that's once you get a taste of this just like you said when you walked into those parties and you looked around and you saw those naked people and you're like heaven it's that feeling for me when I walked into Oasis and I and I knew it I said I found I found my home like this is the only home I ever felt home in so it's one of those, like in a way, right? And so it's just one of those things where when you say find your tribe, it's a good way to end on because uh, me and you, uh, the couple have been friends for, for a few years now, ever since the pandemic kind of locked us in our houses and we found the online world. And uh, yeah, it goes to show that, you know, we're going to be on each other's journey for a little while. I'll be peering from my side. You'll be peering right. from your side. And again, you saw me before I was trying a unicorn, really, right? Um, just can you spend even a few minutes to mention you saw me as a bit more of a shy a bit more salty version um, of a girl who was frustrated with guys <laughs> really yeah so why don't you give them a little bio of who I was when you met me and then how I evolved to the to now me well uh, well we were all you know locked at home like you said on this site we each have our screen names and and so there's this cute blonde girl and they would play games and ask questions and truth or dares and such. And, you know, sometimes your truths would be like, you know, what do you want in a guy or this, that, and it gave you opportunities to say, Oh God, this isn't, you know, straight guys, regular guys, they're not giving me what I want. It's, I don't feel treated the way I want to be treated. And there was, um, you were not as happy then I think as you are now, Mm -hmm. Uh, but we definitely watched you blossom as a person, as a woman, 
because you started to discover the things that you liked, the things that you were okay with, the way to say what you wanted, everything that we've just been talking about. We watched that little bud grow in you and become this beautiful flower where you're like, oh my God, you guys, I got laid so great. Everything I wanted, it was the best. Yeah. I found it interesting when you finally went on a couple, I went out with a couple and like us, the way we receive a single female, how we're so excited it's almost and appreciative and you know what I mean and there's a cup the way a couple treats like the right couple treats welcoming a female into their their circle when you experience that I think it changed your life you came back from like oh my gosh these people treated me like a queen and I was Um, (laughs) and that changed everything for you and after that you were like it's true. I actually remember that couple. Um, I affectionately called them my favorite couple. And I always give people a little affectionate names, but I will put a link to the YouTube video where I vlog about that date because I remember I was wearing a sunflower dress and these people hosted me in a hotel suite and, and cooked me dinner and everything. And we had great sex and great threesome. And I came back floating on air. Like I was yeah. like, this is what I thought a unicorn was going to be like. And uh, they were fantastic people. Um, you know, everyone leaves a mark on you for good or bad in this lifestyle. So let's end on the note of the journey is long. You will meet people and you will see them many times, whether you want to or not. And so in this lifestyle socially. And so it's important to be respectful to everybody that you encounter, including people that you're declining to have sex with or interactions with, because they will have friends that, you know, down the line, you don't want to have um, any high school drama kind of float into this lifestyle. So Uh, Any final words before we end this uh, podcast? I do. Um, I have a fantasy about you. (laughs) I do. You have, um, you have this opportunity to be Toronto unicorn, help other people through their sexual fantasies and, um, you know, guide them on their path and everything. I would love to someday be able to support you and guide you towards a fantasy. Mm. If we were at Oasis and you came up with, you know, what you wanted out of your night and we could in some way help to facilitate that for you. For what she does for other people. For what you you could do that for her. I think that's a role for Mr. Nude. So as long as you're going to be facilitating, that's two roles filled. (laughs) (laughs) Two roles filled? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and and not even just talking about um, us, talking about like, say that, say you wanted to be the gangbang girl for a change. Yeah. I've watched what you do for other people and the way that you'll make sure a girl feels safe and make sure that she's getting what she wants. It would be so endearing to me in some fashion to make sure that you were getting what you wanted. That's so cool. That's it's special. so cool. And I think it would include Mr. News. So that's why I said so. Um, <laughs> you know, because I need a spot in front, one in back. I mean, I've got some holes to fill here. So uh, let's take some good rolls to fill. Bit. <laughs> rolls to fill. Now we're blushing. (laughs) All right. Well, I really appreciate that. And I hope you plan another visit because maybe we can knock that fantasy off of both of our lists. There you go. All right. And if you want to catch more of the uh, Mr. and Ms. Newlyweds, they have a whole YouTube playlist where I did an interview with them last summer. And you can see a lot of fun topics. It's in a bunch of separate videos and a whole playlist. I'll put a link to that in the description here as well. Thank you so much to the newlyweds and uh, don't forget to visit tronunicorn.com for all the links, including my fan page where you can see a lot of explicit content lately. Uh, I've been having some good sex, let's just say. And uh, luckily I share it with some private people on that fan page. So if you want to check it out, tronunicorn.com has all the links. Bye.
If you've enjoyed the content that I've brought in the sex and swinging world, I hope that you consider supporting my podcast by giving it a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere else. I also have an Amazon storefront where you can go and browse a lot of my fun, sexy things that I found. Also some practical things that I have a a list called don't cheap out on this. Uh, And it's like good toilet paper and shit because um, let me just tell you, sex can be ruined with, with lint balls from shitty fucking toilet paper. So I hope that you consider checking out all of my links. They are always in the description of this podcast or YouTube video.